My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. Look at Michelle Alleman in sixth, and she was uh, in Mexico. Um, <laughs> how in the world she write business in Mexico? Um, am, I, am I missing? Am I right? What were you going to say? I think it is two weeks in a row for Nathan in the top five. But we got in fifth place there, Nathan Cook on the Gillingham team. He made 322 dials, spoke to 42 people, booked 14 appointments, sat on six, wrote eight apps, got nine referrals. All eight were life apps for $3,654. Nathan Cook, everybody. Good morning. Morning, Nathan. How you doing, brother? Good. How are you? Uh, fantastic. Uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about your week. Uh, Nathan Cook, Houston, Texas, brought in by Kurt Denny. Want to give him a shout out. He has a birthday in two days. <laughs> birthday, Kurt. And um, rocking and rolling, trying to make this happen. <laughs> they have the cutest kids. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so you made, uh, you booked 14 appointments and, uh, sat on six, these eight apps. What, tell us a little bit about the apps, anything special, anything, there's new people on board right now watching today and, and they they, they don't know what you know. And so there's, there, anything you tell them is going to benefit them this week. What, what is something that you can pass on some wisdom you can pass on to, to newer agents this week? So, um, ask a lot of questions, find out what they're trying to do. And I offer the accidental app in, in almost every home. Mm. So, A, some people, they just don't have the budget for a full-fledged app. But B, half the time that I write anybody any kind of app, they go with the accidental also. So, hmm. that's a nice add-on. That's a good that's, thing to have. That's Always a really interesting live in Houston. Things to have. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Keep talking. <laughs> you go. So, um, something Dan had told me. Your sound just went away, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, we have fun with that computer, don't we? <laughs> can't hear you. Shoot. <laughs> this happens sometimes in our one-on-one -on -one conversations as well. Uh, go ahead and give him a hand, everybody. Well done, Nathan. Um, a point he was making there about the accidental death. I, I think that's a, a real smart move. I, I've, I went to a sales training one time and heard one of the top producers in the country talking about how he gets in the home and right off the bat, you know, he's, he's talking to them about their financial picture and, and, and the green sheet and getting a, a whole picture of them. And he's like, look, there's accidental death out there. It, it kind of takes the pressure off of them that they know, hey, this is like $10 a month. Look, it's like $10 a month and, and you can have a little policy, but that's not necessarily what's going to be the right thing for you. 
and then from there progressing and talking about the other things. But at the very minimum, walking out of a home with an accidental death policy to me makes a lot of sense. Uh, between the ages of 18 and 65, there's a high probability of it being an accidental death. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's not a bad move. Uh, but again, it takes the pressure off of them financially. Like you're not coming in there showing them $200 a month, just like that. It eases their mind that you're not there to make a commission. You're there to help them. You're there to serve them. You're there to make sure that the right thing is in place. And sometimes you show them the accidental death and you go through the financial picture page and all their green sheet information. And you go, you know what? You don't need the accidental death policy. That's not even something you need. So now you showed it to them that you could sell it to them. And now you're pulling it back saying you don't need to get by that. Like that, I think that builds a lot of trust with the client. I don't know if Nathan got his sound back or not. Nathan, is your sound back? Perhaps not. Okay. Give my hand, everybody. Well done, Nathan. The sound was perfect until it wasn't. All right. <laughs> Number four, uh, Adam Johnson on the Johnson team. 202 dials, 39 contacts, 29 appointments, 14 sits, five apps, eight referrals, all five are life apps. Spring break happened. $3,737.56. Give my hand, everybody. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate yeah. it. Right on. <laughs> Adam Johnson. I'm in West St. Paul, director Grace McGill. And, um, man, I uh, spring, spring fever hit in our area, man. It was spring break for our kids. Had a good time with the kids. Uh, I worked some over spring break, but I, I'll be honest, I was, I was kind of lazy on the phone work. And so if you look at my numbers, I didn't time down very well. And you combine my spring fever with my client's spring fever, and uh, I could have I done a lot, a lot more sits if I would have tied it down better. Mm. So anyways, stay focused. Ask for, the, ask for uh, directions. Ask if you see the house number. Have them write it down. I was just kind of taking lazy appointments, I'm going to be honest. So I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be in the top five, though. I'm really glad to be here. Um, Want to really thank everybody for being a part of Slack. I was in a home uh, where I was slacking questions. I wasn't sure what the right product was to write because um, it was just kind of multiple little things adding up for a client who uh, is a diabetic and he smokes and he's got, you know, this blood pressure med and that blood pressure med. And it was just kind of the combinations of everything adding up and I wasn't hundred percent sure. So there was some good conversation on Slack and ended up writing him a Forrester's term that was a good fit for him and it got approved. So I want to give a shout out to everybody who's on there. Uh, huge resource. Ask for help when you're in the home. Uh, it's hard to, to sometimes know the right thing to do. So just reach out, man. We've got great, great people that are here to help you. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate the team. Well done. What's that? Fired up to see you on Sunday. Right on. Right on. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, you know, and he mentioned Slack, and I got a comment on that. I love, uh, for those who don't know, like Slack is our uh, inner company communication tool. It's sort of the communications hub for the Fitz Group. Uh, announcements come out there on our 411 channel. I realize there's a whole generation now that thinks 411 is a music lyric, but it, it's actually for information. And we used to, old school, we used to like dial 411 to get information, like somebody's phone number. Uh, or, or you could get movie times uh, if you dialed 411 in my hometown. Um, but we also have the 911 channel, which still to this day is for emergencies. Uh, if you're in a home and you need help, just we say you're either picking up a check or you're picking up the phone. You're either reaching out for help or you're making the sale on your own. Um, but reach out from help, for help from the house. Now, 
when I, when we're bringing new agents on board, if I, if I have what I call a connecting call, it's my opportunity to kind of get to know them a little bit and find out how training is going. I love showing them slack. I love showing them you guys who are active on the 911 channel and are supporting these agents. You're making my job of recruiting so much easier because a new agent sees that. And I think it was, I was even showing Adam's conversation. It's like Adam sent out a message and it was a minute later. So-and-so responded a minute later, Adam responded a minute later. So-and-so responded back. Like it was, is it always perfect? No. Sometimes people are sleeping. Sometimes people just aren't paying attention, but 99.9% .9 of the time that 911 channel on Slack is awesome. And I've also had new agents say they like watching it just to learn the products. Uh, it's a great product training tool, that 911 channel. So uh, if you're in a home, make sure you got Slack on your phone and send out the message. Top producers are responding back with answers. Brand new producers, we're, we're sort of asked for not necessarily to respond um, just because the experience is not there and we want the experienced agents to respond with answers. Uh, Vern, uh, the, the, our, one of our agent mentors here in the office, a lot of times he's on the lake fishing, responding to Slack messages and uh, that's by design. He's doing it and, uh, and gives great answers. So uh, thank you, uh, Adam, for reminding us of Slack. Give him another hand. In third place. Dan Gillingham of the Gillingham team, 41 dials, 12 contacts, nine appointments, seven sits, four apps, zero referrals. All four were life apps for $3,760.92. Dan Gillingham, everybody. Thank you, Andrew. I can, okay, now I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sorry. Sometimes the applause and the microphone cover each other up. <laughs> no, no, I had, I actually had my sound turned off here. Oh. <laughs> I was switching between two computers. So um, I'm Dan Gillingham, um, live in Mill Creek, Washington, about uh, 20 miles north of Seattle. Uh, was hired by UFITS in uh, 2005. <laughs> 2005. 2005. <laughs> so old timer. I'm, you know, I, I show it here too in the, in the white. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it was a uh, it was an interesting week. Um, I had to do a lot of what what numbers reflect here are a lot of door knocks. So um, I'm just you know people aren't necessarily picking up the phone, and it could be a number of different things. It could be spring break. It could be hey we got nicer weather. They're out in the yard, or they're just they don't recognize the numbers, so they're not going to pick up. So um, and two of the four apps that I wrote were from door knocks. Uh, so I. You know, did the door knock on Friday and, re and, and booked the appointment for Saturday and then went back Saturday and took care of the, uh, of the client. But um, that and, you know, it's uh, you got to do what you got to do in this business. Uh, people fill out a request and they send it in. Um, they're they're at, they're looking for the information and particularly with the final expense leads. What I'm finding out is that uh, if you get them on the phone, they don't remember half the time. They don't remember sending it in. Mm. OK. But if you if you knock on the door and they open the door and you introduce yourself and you just show them the the lead or the the card that they fill a copy of the card that they filled out and sent in, then it's some of them still don't remember, <laughs> but but most do. And so uh, and then you can you know book the appointment from that basis. And uh, so that's uh, it, it was it was uh, a lot of miles on the car this week. I love it.
Well, let me, let me ask you about the door knock. Cause I know, uh, again, we have a, a broad spectrum of people listening in. Some people are watching this or listening to this later and they're not live and listening to it. But, uh, a lot of people have, have not necessarily done door knocks, veteran agents and rookie agents alike. A lot of agents have not done door knocks. Uh, tell us a little bit, uh, about one. I'm, I'm, I'm curious from, a um, because I, I know that you're probably really smart with this, but from an efficiency standpoint, do you map out where you're going and all that sort of stuff before you go, or do you just kind of fly by the seat of your pants? And then real quick, can you tell us what you say when you do actually knock on the door? Absolutely. So the first thing I do is and I'm, if I'm booking appointments and I've got gaps in the schedule, then I pull leads for, you know, uh, close proximity to where I actually have appointments booked. So, and then I go on Google Maps and, you know, plug in the address and then arrange the map. <laughs> so that uh, it's efficient for me to drive from, you know, house to house. Um, so I'm not a w- wasting a lot of time driving halfway across town to do a door knock when I could probably have done one closer. So mm-hmm. yeah, I do map them out. I put those, I put the leads with the map, uh, clip them together, put them in a folder. And uh, so I, I have, you know, like this week I had uh, three different maps for one county. Okay. And uh, so um I was working towns like Burlington. There's a Burlington, Washington, believe it or not. <laughs> Burlington, uh, Cedro Woolley, <laughs> that is a town too. Cedro Woolley is huge. It goes, goes back in the mountains. And so, you know, you it would make no, even though it's the same county, like Mount Vernon and Burlington are pretty close, but they're not that close to Cedro Woolley. Uh, there's, there's distance there. So it makes more sense to work Cedro Woolley. And, and just, you know, I got a lot of leads out there that aren't answering the phone, so I'm going to go work those leads. Uh, so yeah, that's how I do it. Uh, mapping it out first, try to be really efficient. Um, when I, when I, uh, walk up to the door, okay, usually I park in, if I can if I park on the street, that's, that's where I try to park. But if there's some places, there's no place to park, but in the driveway. So a lot of times I'll pull in the driveway and I'll just put the car in park, leave the door open and leave the car running. Hmm. And then I'll, I'll walk up to the door. Now I'll ring the, uh, ring the doorbell or knock. And or do both, and uh, and wait for somebody to come to the door. When they come to the door, uh, all I have in my hand is the the uh, the lead, the copy of the of the request they sent in. And I do have a lanyard that I wear and shows uh, a copy of my uh, Washington State license. And and uh, on the back of it, I actually created a card that shows my photograph uh, of a, my headshot of me. And uh, and it shows, I, I put in the counties that I assigned to myself. <laughs> so, so it does have, you know, it, somebody could look at the copy of you know, the insurance license doesn't include a copy of my photograph. And when you're dealing with, especially final expense folks, it's, it's easier for that person to relate to you if they say, okay, face matches that face right there. So, okay, this guy could be legit. <laughs> so, but, um, but what I do is I just, they, they, when they come to the door, I'm smiling. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I step back away from the, uh, the door. If it's, a, if it's a step down from the stoop, I'll actually step down so I'm not maybe towering over, because I'm six foot, I'm not towering over a, a you know, a five foot two uh, senior. And right. uh, so I'll step back a little bit. And, and uh, they'll look at me quizzically, and I'll just uh, smile, say hello, and, uh, and ask them, I said, you know, introduce myself. And then I, I show them the copy and I said, is this you, you know, or, you know, and they go look at it and sometimes they have to take a break to run back and get their eyeglasses so they can come back <laughs> and take a real look at it. And, uh, and that's, that's all I say in terms of opening the conversation. 
And and then the next thing is I said, look, I I've been trying to get a hold of you, and uh, and I said I'm I, I work at a distance. I'm in the county today, and I will be here tomorrow. And my job primarily is to help you get this the right information in your hands. And we have 17 different companies, and we want to eliminate 16 of those companies. Hmm. And it's only, only going to take about 15 minutes. I don't have time to do it right now because I'm between appointments. But I will be back here later this evening, or I'll be back here tomorrow. And uh, what what is a good time for you? And I pull out my schedule on my phone. And that's typically how it works. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Simple. Well done. Thank you, Dana. That, when I was doing door-to-door sales, I learned that knock on the door and step back off that step as well. It, it seems like you're not as um, uh, aggressive. It's a less aggressive stance when you're stepping back away from it and you hold out the form. Now they have to kind of come out and look at the form. Uh, it's a nice little trick. Matter of fact, when people do door-to-door sales at our house, when they, when they ring the doorbell, if I look out the door and they're back, I'm more apt to open the door. Uh, you know, I'm, I open the door anyway because I like messing with those guys. Um, but uh, well said, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, second place. Dan's not, uh, Dan's not upset about, uh, being beaten by somebody he overrides for sure. Uh, Joe and Tony Walker on the Walker team, 47 dials, 13 contacts, nine appointments, five sits, four apps, six referrals, all four were life apps for $6,778 and 68 cents. Joe Walker, everybody. Hey, Hey, how's it going, everybody? Great. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, my name is Joe. I've been here since 06. I was begat by Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, Cal- I'm in Southern, sunny Southern California right now. I'm up and you live in Washington state in Seattle. And um, my dad uh, had some health challenges. So I came out to come spend some time with him. So it does not suck. I'm looking over here and Tawny Walker's out here in her other office. And uh, she's in the sunshine, and she's got her short shorts on and her morning Diet Coke. She's just chilling, man. Um, she, she might need to stay a few extra days down here and get some sun therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get a lot of that where we are. So, um, But I, I, uh, before I left for California, I snuck in a few appointments um, and ran over the hill I, about two hours away from me in a place called Wenatchee. And, um, you know, I had some solid appointments, I thought, but, you know, I, like so many of us, when we go out and run business, some of those people decide they're not going to be there. So what I did, you know, what I had is I had extra leads in that area that I just, I just did drive-bys on, really. Um, And one particular drive-by was a guy who, I mean, I literally, I was hustling, man. I was just trying to sneak people in left and right. Uh, when somebody just wasn't there or whatever. In fact, all of my scheduled appointments didn't work out. Whether I met with them or they didn't show, they didn't work out. But everybody else I, I got a hold of was a drive-by. So I'll tell you about two of them. One was a person who I had text, text dialed, which is when I take a picture with my phone and I save it as um, not a PDF but a JPEG and it, it texts easier. And I send a message to the client when I can't get a hold of him. It says, you sent this request for information into our office. My name is Joe. My job is to help you with it. Call me back when you have a moment. 425-260-9515. Thanks. And I just send it. 
And a lot of times I'll get a response back. Well, this one person had responded to me and said, well, we can't meet with you today when you're in town because we're really busy, which to me said, you're at home. So I, I snuck into that house. When I got there, there was a big pile of dirt in the front. They were digging a pool in the backyard. I did the whole thing Dan said. I knocked on the door, stepped back. My car was running in a place where they could see it. Um, he comes out, says, what's up? I go, my name is Joe. I was trying to get a hold of you about this information. And he says, hold on a second. Got his wife. She said, come on in. I said, let me. I, and I even said, like, I don't have a lot of time. I've just got a little bit. And because um, I'm in between appointments. Then I, uh, I said, well, let me go ahead and turn off my car. And I came on in. We met in the backyard. It's a great sunny day. And um, like Nathan Cook said, I'm offering accidental death, right? So I asked him, hey, have you had, this is how I ran a quick appointment because I, I was in a hurry. All right, so I'll tell you what I do. This is not orthodox, but what I said is I said, hey, have you had this kind of insurance before? They said, no. I says, well, let me show you how it works. You can get one of three flavors. You can get accidental death, you can get a term insurance, you can get a permanent insurance. Do you have insurance at work already? Yeah, we already got plenty of life insurance. We just want to get the stuff that, you know, pays off the loan. I go, well, big thing is everybody chooses these accidental death policies. They're really cheap. Let me show them to you. And I put the price list out and they go, we want that. And it was an $80 a month sale. I was in and out of there in like 12 minutes. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> signing everything like that. So, that's how I do a quick appointment and I've done them before, but I'm not telling you guys to do those. I mean, I didn't, I feel bad saying this, but I didn't flip the ATM open. I just literally had about 15 minutes to run this appointment. So I was in and out of there. So this is not what I would usually do, but that's what I did on this one. Um, another one I ran, um, I went by the house and this guy comes out. He's about 119 years old. That's what he looked like. He was probably 78, but he was beat up. And uh, he says, my daughter, usually helps me with these decisions. I go, will she be back later? He says, yeah. And I said, all right, I got another appointment to run. So let me run that appointment. So I ran that, that appointment. She calls me and says, you came by my dad's house. I go, yeah. I says, let me come back. And then uh, I came back because that person no showed me. <laughs> so I went back to this house and um, I said, uh, you know, tell me what it is you have. She goes, well, we have this mortgage protection thing. I go, let me see it. And so she pulled out of all of her bank records and I showed her on her line items that there was no mortgage protection built into her loan. She was like, oh my gosh. I says, how does it make you feel to know that you were led to believe that you had insurance that you didn't have? She goes, I'm pissed. I said, <laughs> I would be too. I have to run another appointment. I'll be back. So I went and ran that appointment and that person quickly told me no. And then I said, all right, I'm gonna go back over to this other house. So I went back to the house again this is on a drive-by and I sat down and I uh, showed them not, you know, what they didn't have. They thought they had some veterans insurance or whatnot. And I'm walking through all this information. And again, like, I mean, Katie Williams showed me where the VGLI stuff was like, this is big team effort, you guys. Um, a lot of information all put together and compiled into one appointment, but I was able to show her that she didn't have what she thought she had and that her dad needed this other type of insurance. And so she goes, yes, let's go ahead and get that done. So I knocked that out. So two, two drive-bys led to a significant amount. Of, I mean, I had three, I wrote three policies out there, I think it was. Um, and then I came home and I had a current client that I came and wrote 
you know, converted from a old term policy into a smart UL for like 200, I don't know, 250 bucks or something like that. I forget what it was, but like none of, none of the stuff that I had um, planned to go to, I was able to write, but it was because I had taken, you know, other leads with me and I filled in the cracks with some drive-bys and I combined that with current clients that led me to the premium that I had this week. So um, I don't know a lot of things. I mean, I think, I think the thing is like, just my wife's telling me to stop talking, but um, I think it was, it was that hustle fits this week. It was like, you know, no idle time at all, you know, maybe cause I felt like I was short on time cause we had to leave town, but um, I, I like working with that sense of urgency where my schedule is absolutely full of activity mm. so that I could sit back and go, yeah, I could take a breather and go see my dad for a couple of days, you know? Uh, but I'm not going to breathe all totally. I got to run appointments tomorrow. So, <laughs> so I got, I'm going to run points down here in LA and I, that's in my hometown, but I've never run business here before. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, the activity, man, like just the keeping your income producing activity at level 10 all the time. I mean, for me, that's what it was this week. Love it. I just got this. This image as Joe was talking because he's he often says you got to go where the crab at you know you gotta you gotta you go fishing where the where the fish are you don't you don't try to make fish where they're not and try to catch them there and and what you heard from him was going to Wenatchee two hours away and Dan doing a little driving this week as well as as Joe was talking I got this image of a, a net that you cast for fishing and everything that we're hearing from these top producers every week is just making your net wider and wider and wider that you can be able to catch more and more and more fish. I mean, Joe just thrown out there, just casually thrown out there a drive-by and how he did this real quick appointment. And I mean, that's, that's, that's a little thing there, right? Dan taught us how he does drive-bys, but Joe throwing it in there. And then the text dialing. Uh, that's, I wouldn't say text all your leads, but if you can't get them on the phone, text all your leads. And if they're not responding to text, do the drive-bys. And if they're not there when you drive by, call them. And, and if you, <laughs> right. And if they're, if they're not, if they don't answer their phone, maybe you try to text them. And, and I mean, golly, we talk about triple dialing. When we talk about calling on leads, you, you call them three times in a row. Um, and I, I had leads. I did that 40 or 50 times before I finally got in touch with that lead. That would be 120 or 150 dials on that, on that lead before I finally got them on the phone. Don't give up on this. They want the coverage. They sent a request for help to a perfect stranger halfway or all the way across the country, as the case may be. Um, so thank you, Joe, for getting our nets wider. I appreciate that. Give my hand. One number one. We'll see where he's at. Uh, Marty Doge on the Doge team, 67 dials, 15 contacts, 10 appointments, 8 sits, 6 apps, 10 referrals, all six were life apps for six thousand seven hundred dollars. We're getting uh, Mike. We're getting some some feedback down there in the uh, in the office. But uh, Marty Doge. Sorry about that. That was Marty's fault, not Mike's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you hear me coming in loud and clear? Yes, sir. All right. Beautiful. Uh, my name is Marty Doge. Uh, my wife, Diana, and I are direct fits. Uh, we have been here next month. will be nine years, so uh, excited for that anniversary. I like to get into Mike's personal space when I'm down here. Um, yeah, I'm, 
you know, just listening to the theme of the people that have, have spoken so far today uh, is something that I think a lot of the new people should take a lot of consideration in because it all sounds like activity to me. Uh, Joe had mentioned the income producing activities. I am a huge fan of drive-bys. Um, I would say every week about 30 to 40% of my personal production comes from knocking on someone's door or leaving a yellow sticker, uh, whatever you want to call it. And this week is no different. Um, but I'm just excited to hear everybody's out doing the activity. Uh, I know uh, a young man on, on our team down here in Houston wrote some business this week off at two drive-bys. And so it's exciting to hear that, you know, I wasn't very good on the phone when I first started. And so I had to survive by going to people's houses. Um, and, and I didn't let that aspect of the business go. Um, uh, no stories this week out of the ordinary, uh, just sitting down with people and, and getting to know them, getting to know them. Uh, I'm spending more time with my clients. I've, I've the last couple of weeks booked less appointments, none, not intentionally, but wrote the same about a production. Um, just by sitting down and enjoying my time with my clients and my, I'm boring Mike over here and I know we ran long, so, uh, I'm just kidding, but happy to be down here in Houston. Looking forward to seeing the team and looking forward to making some dials today to see if we can eliminate the need for as many drive-bys. Text Woo! them, call them, drive by them, knock them. Viva la Mexico! Viva la Mexico! <laughs> 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 Mike is still in resort mode. <laughs> That's right. I'm in Houston. These people vacation down. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to Megan and Aaron Hurd uh, on their, uh, their new Hurd that. <laughs> and Marty, I'm glad you made it down there safely, brother. Hey, got two new tires, baby. We're ready to rock out in East Texas this week. <laughs> I love it. Give my hand, everybody. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week. <laughs>